0: This is Marriage to the Max, episode number 103. Welcome to another episode of Marriage to the Max. <laughs> I'm your host, Brett Hurst. And I'm Kelly Hurst. And we're both marriage educators and co-founders of Home Encouragement. And this podcast is still designed to help you take your marriage to the next level. That's right. Well, hello, Kel. Hi, Brett. How are you holding up during Whew. the COVID era, which is taking place at the time of this recording. Uh, Most of the time I'm holding up well, but once in a while
1: it sort of catches me off guard.
0: Yeah, it's definitely crazy times, but it's what we're living in right now. The COVID-19 quarantine seems to be the only thing that is consuming all of us. In fact, every commercial we see, every article we read, every podcast we listen to, it's, it's all full of how to stay saying how to make the best of things during this very unique tragedy. It is very strange. Yeah, but uh, it's also a cultural moment as well. There's
1: really never been anything ever like this, has there?
0: Not in this era, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So so we just want to encourage our community as well. So today we're bringing you some of our marriage hacks, 19 of them, actually. Uh, We're going to well through with
1: covid-19 covid-19
0: you there caught you that go. see I was, uh-huh. I was trying to work on something kind of clever here <laughs> you did not, it not too often that i get clever <laughs> so we'll do the first half of them maybe nine of them and uh, see how it goes so covid-19 marriage hack number 1 Excellent. is to stay informed mm-hmm. it's important to do that because the uh situation's fluid everything's changing it's important to know what's going on well my suggestion is to limit your media intake to twice a day. That's um, a
1: good rule of thumb. What how did you come up with twice a day? What was
0: Well, it just seemed to be working for me personally, you know, something in the morning just to see if there's anything major that I've missed mm-hmm. and then maybe the recap at night, maybe a press conference or whatever's going on, you know, to to see attempt to find out what's happening.
1: This has definitely brought me back in touch with our local news. I I used to not be much of a local news watcher generally because I go to bed at, you know, 10 and that's Mm -hmm. when it comes on. But I've noticed now that's my go-to every night. I usually watch national news, something in the morning, Mm -hmm. and then uh, we watch kind of local at night. So I think I I like the twice a day. That's a good idea.
0: Well, and the reason why I think the limit is important is because your brain needs some time to think about other things from the big picture. I mean... We're having enough weird dreams at night as it is right now.
1: Speaking of weird dreams, I had one last night, which I don't remember the dream, but you told me this morning that I was yelling in my dream.
0: Screaming for (laughs) quite a long time.
1: I remember being scared, but I have no idea what I was dreaming. I
0: finally held your hand and that (laughs) seemed to subside. And also just make sure you're getting some other forms of input information. You know, You can still check the weather. You can still see what's happening in Bachelor Nation if that's oh, important to you.
1: If that calms you, then okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have a, an app called Calm and it has like just wonderful yeah. soothing sounds and voices on it. And I
0: have it. I have it as well. There's <laughs> some rain, rain noises on it that I like a lot. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's number one. Number two is to download stress regularly with one another, mm-hmm. you know, maybe two to three times a week. And what we're talking about here is identifying feelings of fear, disappointment. Certainly, there's a lot of uncertainty about the future right now mm-hmm. and grief. And yeah. and I think it's important when we name these things to understand that it, it can take quite a lot of the power and the impact out of these heavy emotions.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, grief is, well, it's a complicated emotion anyway, but we tend to think of grief only around, you know, death or, you know, something that that's Divorce, like a tangible you know loss. loss. And it's strange when, I mean, obviously there's grief for if you know people who are sick or if you know people who have died of this virus, but there's also grief just in the economy sinking and oh, certainly not being able to see your friends or hang out with people that there's a lot of like, I guess people would call them smaller grief stories. But it's important to recognize, you know, like our our niece had to uh, cancel her high school graduation, and right. our other for niece Prague. had to sca- uh, had to postpone her wedding, and right. you know, just there are things that you were looking forward to now that are not happening. A
0: couple of beach trips for yeah. us in the summer. Yeah, are, yeah, exactly. Like
1: right now we have we have a new grandson who's two and a half weeks old. Well, there's extended family that can't see him for Mm -hmm. a very long time. Right. You know, so it's hard
0: on him. Sad. And
1: I think it's important, like you said, to call that out and Mm -hmm. to name what it is. And I think there's people who have shame around when they say, well, I'm feeling grief because I can't see my new grandson. Mm -hmm. They think, oh, but what a blessing it is that we have a new grandson. Of course it is. Right. But grief can exist Side by side with something wonderful, too. Yeah. Totally you know, we're agree. very grateful that we're not sick right now, mm-hmm. but we can still say we're grieving other things that have we've had to let go of. So Yeah.
0: And, you know, while you're doing that, you need to make it safe to do that, to mm-hmm. connect, be a safe person, which means to listen well, to talk less, focus on your spouse. Uh, what about venting? You know, what if your mm-hmm. partner needs to vent?
1: Yeah, I think it's important to, like you said, be a good listener to not really, I think we're going to get into this a little bit later, but to not evaluate and judge when our partner has to vent. Because when we're not given space to really just kind of name stuff and talk about it, it'll end up coming out sideways. And that usually looks kind of messy. And you know,
0: so if they need to vent, let them vent. Yeah, let them vent and then hug them afterwards.
1: Be the safe person yeah. for each other.
0: Validate their feelings. And, you know, it, this is just good to do COVID or no COVID situation. Process emotions together. We talk about this all the time. Mm-hmm. Doing emotional processing together creates intimacy like, mm-hmm. like few other things. Mm-hmm. And, and, and
1: it's something we Americans are not very good at because we just haven't learned how to do that.
0: Right. We haven't learned to be vulnerable or safe or... In this case, it's necessary to be both. Yeah. Yeah.
1: In fact, I, I'd like to give a book title out to, uh, there's a new book out called uh, Permission to Feel, and it's by Mark, oh, I'm going to forget his last name, M-A-R-C is his first name, but he's an emotion scientist, mm-hmm. which is kind of a unique uh, line of work, I guess. Right. But I heard him interviewed recently, and he was just talking about how none of us really are trained in how to recognize sit with, Mm -hmm. you know, we don't even really know what emotions are. We know we experience them, but we have no idea how to name them or process them.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So all of this, you know, uh, downloading of stress is important. And then when you're doing it, number three is to tell it like it is. Mm. Um, What does that
1: mean exactly?
0: Well, for instance, for all of us, this, this season right now is, if we're being honest, it's a Season of collective grief. We Mm -hmm. were talking about that earlier, how important it is to be comfortable with moments of grief. Mm -hmm. Grieving is healthy, Mm -hmm. you know, no matter what you're grieving about, it's normal. And also we've learned just in the world of grief over the years to avoid playing comparison games. Oh, yeah. When you grieve, it's it's kind of a human comparative
1: uh, suffering, I think, is the best word I've been hearing recently.
0: Right. So a pragmatic way of unpacking that is, you know, let's say you've lost your job. You know, don't short circuit the grief of that by saying, well, at least I'm not sick. Yeah. Now, that is a thing to be thankful for. Right. And we're going to talk about that in a later hack. Mm -hmm. Uh, But the emotional part of the brain doesn't operate that way. Your grief about losing your job is still real. Right. And it's personal for you. And so while it's very good practice to be in a state of gratitude for things that you're thankful for. And again, we'll talk about that later. It's important to know that you won't outrun your suffering about losing that job. Right?
1: Yeah. And we're kind of conditioned to compare in so many areas of our lives anyway, sadly, but when it comes to suffering, we really do that. And I don't know if it's because we just don't, Want to feel the grief? We're maybe not, that's it.
0: We're not a reflective society. Yeah. You know?
1: Or, but we also have this. We're kind of conditioned to think, "Oh, be grateful for what you have because someone else has it worse." Well, there's always going to be somebody that has it worse. Right. I, that's just life. That's true. But for us to be able to, you know, call it out and, like you said, tell it like it is, mm-hmm. I think that's a good way of putting it.
0: Okay. Hack number four: Your anxiety is not my anxiety. Uh-huh. What I mean by that is anxiety shows up differently in different ways Mm -hmm. for different people.
1: Yeah. My anxiety is not your anxiety. That's right. And I remember we had a potential COVID moment, which we're going to talk about in a little bit, but it ended up being a good moment for us because early on in this stage, like I'm talking about like week two, when things were really like people were realizing, oh my gosh, life is canceled. You know, every event we Mm -hmm. planned is canceled.
0: It was kind of wait and see until that moment. Yeah.
1: I remember Brett, you as a pastor had gotten already very quickly. You were engaged in ministry mode. Mm -hmm. You were very external focused. You were thinking about our congregation at our church. Mm -hmm. You were thinking about our community and you were already like online, just like, you know, doing devotionals and all kinds of things. And that was where your your head was at. And I remember. I was not there because a our daughter was about to deliver our grandson
0: significant event.
1: We had our almost, you know, 12 month old granddaughter to care for while we were waiting for that. And everyone was stuck in the house. And I was just very internally focused Mm -hmm. at that time. I was only focused on these children. And, you know, and I remember one day you came into the bedroom and you were kind of rattling off some plans for like the next week or so. And I just looked at you and said, this is what you need to know of where I am right now. My brain is not around this at all. Mm -hmm. My brain is in this house, waiting on this baby, taking care of this other baby and taking care of my daughter, you know, and my son-in-law. And that was just where I was. And I remember you were very safe in that moment. And you were just like, I hear you, you know, thank you for saying that Mm -hmm. I needed to know where you were. And eventually I caught up and Mm -hmm. now I'm much more externally focused, but I had in that moment, like that could have been a really runaway off the rails moment for us. Like Mm -hmm. you could have been just like, well, you got to get in the game, you know, but you didn't do that. And it was, I, I will always look back at that little moment as being like, whew, that was a little safe Hmm. Corona moment for Hmm. us, you know, that's
0: nice. Well, and like you were saying earlier, one of the earlier hacks, how important it is to not. Judge or evaluate your partner's way of coping mm-hmm. uh, or dealing with anxiety. not everybody gets tested in the same way. We all respond differently. A lot of us respond to anxiety logically, yes, our logic you know kicks into gear. you know mm-hmm. it's either this or it's that mm-hmm. so they they lean on reason and they lean on doing, yeah, you know that's how they respond. Other people deal more emotionally. You know, they feel and they're Mm -hmm. concentrating on being in that moment.
1: And one isn't right and one isn't wrong. Exactly. You know, when this, when, when this whole thing first got rolling as, as things were getting kind of canceled, I remember thinking, Hey, I'm kind of down for this. Mm -hmm. Like I'm kind of, you know, I'm an introvert and I like to be at home. And I was Mm -hmm. like, I've been training for this my whole life, you know,
0: uh,
1: you know, kind of in a, I mean, I knew it was a serious situation, but there was part of me that was just wanted to like huddle at home and you know, binge watch my favorite shows Mm -hmm. and all that kind of stuff. And that was a legitimate time for me to sort of just get centered. Mm -hmm. And once I was given that space to Mm -hmm. do that, then I could kind of start thinking about other people and what was this going to look like long-term and
0: yeah, no, that's right. Okay. Well, COVID-19 hack number number five is this. I don't have any idea.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We've been saying that a lot lately.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And and what I mean by this hack is it's okay to not have the right answers. Yeah. Or answers at all. It's, it's okay.
1: Which this is kind of a life hack.
0: Like, or as Pablo says on uh, the about he's okay. (laughs)
1: He's okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But I mean, like this is kind of a thing we should probably embrace this more, even past Corona to be okay with going, you know, I don't know.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Right. Uh, because really, no matter what people are telling you or what the media or this flavor of media or that flavor or whatever, there's still just so many unknowns about what's coming next. Mm-hmm. And, and we need to be okay about not making snap decisions, holding our plans, holding our expectations very loosely. Mm-hmm. Things could all change rapidly tomorrow and this thing may return in Waves,
1: yeah, we may have a second wave of it, or or something third
0: like or whatever,, mm-hmm. uh, so you know this is just we 're kind of just skating, I mean as Christians, this is why it 's so important to live in daily dependence mm-hmm. upon the Lord because yeah,
1: because the truth is we don 't we don 't ever know what 's around the corner ever no one could have predicted this a year ago, right, but we 're here, and one of the gifts, and I think there are many gifts mm-hmm. to this time. But one of the gifts is that it is teaching all of us to hold everything very loosely, to make plans, you know, and at the end say, Lord willing, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, rather than just sort of putting everything in stone and thinking we've got everything mapped out. Mm -hmm. The gift really is we don't know and we should be living like that. Right. And it's okay to live like that.
0: Yeah. No, I agree. God is in complete control. Yes. How about that? His timing's always right. regardless of whether we're in. A pandemic or a hurricane situation, which we've had to deal with here in Houston. Tornadoes, you know, those have been really big stories in the news this year in Mm -hmm. in the U.S. Mm -hmm. Wildfires out West, you know. Anyway, in all those situations, he just wants us to trust him. Yeah. Okay, COVID hack number six is... We're having a COVID moment. Yes. We finally had to just say that uh, <laughs> to
1: recognize it, what it is.
0: Yeah. And in our case, it was, we've always said long before COVID that we know when we're not invested enough in each other, what the, the sign for that is when we get snippy with one another. Right. Because we just don't do that much. No, not anymore. very much. But lately <laughs> in this COVID era, um, it's been happening because our brains are so scrambled right now. Yeah. And so we need to be cutting each other a whole lot of slack. And wh- I guess what we want to say here is don't resist the temptation to receive emotions, especially like anger yeah, from your spouse at face value. Just don't mm-hmm. do that. You know, be extra gracious with one another because, um, uh, you know, minor annoyances seem larger than life right now.
1: Yeah, that's true. We had a moment a couple of weeks ago, you and I, where we were driving. We're doing a lot of driving every day pretty much right now to go help with our grandbabies, and which is something we love to do. But in the midst of that, I received a text from somebody that was kind of an odd text, and it had a lot of exclamation points and mm. that kind of thing. And it really sort of it triggered me, and I, I recall just being kind of really in my own head while we were driving. And I finally said, I've got to say this out loud. That text that that person sent me really triggered me mm-hmm. about something else. And, and I remember I said, I just, I just need to say it out loud and sort of release the power of it. Cause it was kind of getting me down. Mm-hmm. And I remember you said, well, that person is dealing with their own COVID You know, experience, experience, and she's upset because she can't do the things she's used to doing, and da da da. -da, Mm -hmm. And I think that was a sideways text kind of a thing, and that was helpful for me to remember. You know, I'm not the only person going through this, Mm -hmm. and but it was also helpful to just name it in the moment because after that I was totally fine. Mm -hmm. But I think if I had not said it out loud given you the chance to sort of throw in a, Oh yeah, let, let's remember this mm-hmm. the story behind the story kind of thing. I think I would have probably stewed on that the rest of the day. Mm-hmm. It would have totally ruined me. Mm-hmm. But so it ended up being just a, I think, you know, it's just, it's just a moment. Everyone's got them.
0: Right. Right. Yeah. So, you know, if your spouse is leaving socks on the floor, it's just not the end of the world <laughs> right now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know i think what's happening is most of us have worked so hard in our lives especially those of us who are older you know to try to get a certain predictable routine get our homes the way we want them get our lives mm-hmm. the way we think we want them and all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. well the reality is we never that never actually really happens but control it's,
1: is an illusion
0: yeah but <laughs> <laughs> control's an illusion exactly but it's certainly not completely possible right now yeah And not to sound like Dana Carvey's church lady, but, uh, you know, Satan wants to divide us as married couples. He wants to get the two of us turning against one another. Uh And you know, what we would say is don't let that happen. You know, again, God is in control. So that allows us to turn towards each other again, Mm -hmm. which is always what we want to see couples do. Okay. So COVID hack number seven is be flexible. Um, do whatever you can to communicate to one another, work together. You know, this is the time when for us team Hearst, this is the time for team Hearst to, mm-hmm. to really kick in, let things go that don't really matter.
1: Something I, I've been thinking about a lot lately is an old Chuck Swindoll quote that he, I heard him say probably 30 years ago where he said, everything in life will be different from what you expect. It'll either be better than what you expect or it'll be worse than what you, but it will be different. Mm -hmm. And that is so in play right now. Right. Because I mean, just nothing looks like what I thought it would. This spring does not look like what I thought it would.
0: Very true. So, but when you try to function well together, in general, things will go more smoothly, mm-hmm. you know, at least emotionally, they will. Mm-hmm. Uh, even during those moments when things are chaotic or don't seem easy. Yeah. And and like anything else, practice makes perfect. Mm-hmm. You know, we always say these, any marriage hack, you know, this is all learned behavior. Mm-hmm. So just remember that God can give you the ability to do good. You yeah. know, I, I like that verse in Ephesians that says for that. For we are God's handiwork created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. Mm -hmm. This is our time to shine with one another, to work together.
1: Yeah. And there are so many little opportunities to do that. We just need to sort of be open to what they are, Mm -hmm. you know?
0: Yep. Okay. COVID-19 marriage hack number eight. (laughs) This is one we're borrowing from Brene Brown. So she, this is her thing. We're just highlighting it. So you Brene can-
1: Brown is actually a friend of mine. We've just never met. <laughs>
0: That's right. Anyway, go buy all her stuff. uh, Why don't you unpack it? This is what she calls doing a percentage check-in.
1: Yeah. So this comes from the operating system that believes that marriage is rarely 50-50. And of course, Brett, you and I say this a lot of times. A lot of times it's 100-100.
0: So figure that math out. It needs to be 100-100. But yeah, But let's say it's 100.
1: Yeah, but but most of the time we are not operating at an exactly 50-50 level. There are just too many variables too many, you know, stresses and anxieties, especially in this season. And so I heard Brene Brown talk about this on her podcast. I just thought it was great. She said she and her husband will do the thing where he'll be like, you know what? I'm only at 20% today. And she may be feeling really good, really have a lot of energy, really focused. So she may be going, you know what? I've got the other 80%, like we're good. I can cover some things where you maybe aren't feeling it, whatever. And together they reach the 100%. Mm-hmm. But what if both people are just, you know, tired? worn out, stressed, Mm -hmm. depleted, and they're both just like, I'm only at 25%. Mm -hmm. And well, then you're only at 50 and there's stuff that's got to be done. And there's things that, you know, so she talks about having a gap plan Mm -hmm. for those times when both of you are just really, really low.
0: So to close the gap and try to get it to a sum total of a hundred percent.
1: Yeah. So like she says, they have a family gap plan. And I think she said they have a couple gap plan, but a gap, a gap plan could look anything like you know, just agreeing to get eight hours of sleep Hmm. during this time, you know, that's huge. I I think people really overlook how important good sleep is or, you know, agreeing to avoid hot button conversations after eight o'clock at night, you Mm -hmm. know, or something like that, or taking walks together. That's something I've been seeing a lot of online are these little family walks or couple Mm -hmm. walks late in the day. And here in Houston, we've been having some pretty nice weather. And so that, that's a neat thing to do together. But what basically whatever is restorative to each person, that kind of helps themselves get to full capacity again. Mm -hmm. I just like that idea. And again, I think that's something that can last far beyond Corona season. Yeah. Uh, But I just, I loved it. And realizing that you can sometimes check in with each other and be like, Oh man, I'm only at 30 today. Yeah. That's all I've got, you know, and being able to kind of put numbers to it.
0: Yeah, no, that's good. That's great. Okay. Number nine, ask your spouse what he or she needs. Mm, For instance, do they need help cleaning up after dinner? Maybe, maybe you've never even done that, but that, you know, this would be a great time to, to chip in that way. Do they need 20 minutes of alone time
1: or 20 hours of alone (laughs) time, (laughs) some personal space,
0: (laughs) You know, if you live in tight quarters, this is a little different, uh, difficult. You need to be creative.
1: Yeah. And Uh, if you've got kids at home, you know, you and I are empty nesters, so we've got a a nice advantage in terms of, we've got some quiet moments built into our day. I mean, lately we've been driving and having to take care of grandbabies again, which we love, but it. It's a chunk of our day that, you know, we don't normally have, but when we're at our house, even when we're working, it's nice because we don't have small kids, but Mm -hmm. I I just watched a Jim Gaffigan video about his five kids doing distance learning Mm -hmm. all in the same New York Mm -hmm. apartment, which is hilarious, but, um, yeah, so, but you can really, and again, this goes back to so many ways of being married that have nothing to do with Corona, Mm -hmm. but just thinking about your spouse. What is it that they need and asking,
0: mm-hmm. you
1: know, do you need some alone time? Do you need a hot bubble bath? Yeah. <laughs> I was going to need- say,
0: maybe the only place if you live in tight quarters <laughs> is in the bathroom or in the bathtub.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Or mm-hmm. even like you've been for me, Brett, you've been saying, I'm going to run and fill your, your car up with gas for mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. And that's just like, it's a little thing, but that's so helpful mm-hmm. for me right now. I just don't have to think about it.
0: Yeah. And maybe if you're able to take a quick drive together or something, just, yeah around a couple of blocks or Put something some good
1: music on see, or see
0: some different scenery or something like that. Yeah. Well, we have, we have 10 more of these Whew. 19 marriage hacks, but we're going to do that on the next episode. So we're <laughs> going to part two, this thing. So that's it. So if you'd like to contact us, you can find us at marriage to the max.org. Also, please follow us on Facebook. Like that page. And um, also, it would really help us if you would rate us on Apple Podcasts or Podbean or wherever you're getting this podcast. Uh, we we really need to get our reviews back. We we lost them. We did. We had so many of them. But, our feed
1: uh, got interrupted and we lost all of our really wonderful reviews. So if you could do that for us, that would be so great.
0: Yeah, it helps us get more visibility, which is the whole point of it. So. At any rate, thanks for listening today, and until next time, remember, healthy marriage, healthy world. God bless y'all.